Hi, I'm Max. I'm an engineer and inventor. And this thing here is the Bageltron 2000. The Bageltron 2000 is my invention that opens up portals to other dimensions. I've been traveling through these portals for over four years, visiting many different versions of Earth, and occasionally picking up tagalongs, such as my roommate, Jack Strobe. Yeah, and occasionally causing problems. Max, are you sure you should be traveling to other dimensions? I've been listening to some of the old episodes, and I've got to say, some bad stuff has happened to some people. Because of you. Really? Like what? Well, just in the last episode, Max, you participated in some crimes, basically. Now, hang on, hang on. That was you. Okay, not you, you, but it was a version of you in the other dimension that was perpetrating those, and I was an unwilling participant. You should know better than to trust someone who looks like me by now, Max. (sighs) True. Although I did recently encounter one of you that was actually pretty decent. We all have a decent streak. It shows up in various ways. Yeah. Anyways, listen, when I go to another dimension, I really try hard to not get involved. I'm just there to observe. I don't want to have a big impact positive or negative. And I think mostly, as much as it's under my control, I feel like I'm mostly successful. It's funny that you should say try hard, Max. That's almost a direct quote from the voicemail Stacy left you. Ah, fine. Never mind that. Wait, why are you listening to my voicemails? You need a better pin on your phone, Max. Ah, I guess I do. That's true. You shouldn't be using 80085 as your pin, Max. That's just too obvious. Too obvious? Well, I beg to disagree, but obviously I should have thought about who I was dealing with here. I just didn't expect you to be trying to access my voicemail regardless. Do you care to make a wager? Max, I'm willing to bet you an entire case of red breast whiskey that the next trip you take, the dimension you go to, will be worse off for you having been there. Not neutral, not better, literally worse off. Measurably, unarguably worse off. Well, that seems like an easy bet to win. All I have to do is have a neutral impact, no impact, and then I win. That seems fair. All right. I think that that is going to be easy winning for me. Then you're on. Great. Where are you going this week? Well, I don't have any specific plans. We're just going to fire out the Bageltron 2000 and see where it sends me. So I'm excited because it's been a few weeks since I haven't had some weird thing to take care of, whether that's brain worms or nuppets or whatever. At some point, we do have to deal with the powered-down nuppet, Eric, that I left in a drawer at the end of the hallway. But right now is not that time. I put it out of my mind. I'm going to deal with it later. My favorite time to deal with everything. Here we go. Let's fire up the Bageltron 2000. Love that sound. Okay, it's all powered up now, so I'm going to see where it sends me this week. And just having a very neutral adventure as i usually do we'll see max i feel pretty confident but i take it that means you'll at least be listening in this week to make sure that if i get in danger you pull me back out of self-interest i assure you yeah it's fair i'm gonna head on over okay all right well this is interesting i'm inside of what appears to be like a high-end showroom of some kind. Uh, Oh, let me close the portal. Okay, Uh, the lights are off. Um, Oh, nope, as I walk around, they all automatically turned on. Okay. Oh, wow. This is very interesting. Well, 
it's going to be very easy for me to win this bet if I just simply explore this empty space with no other people in it. I'll win hands down. So maybe I'm just going to play it safe and not even go looking for people this week. I'm just going to explore this space here and see what exactly this showroom is all about. I mean, it was clearly closed. All the lights were off. So no one is here. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to check it out. Let's walk over to the wall here. See, uh, hanging up on the rack. And that's, oh, oh my. Okay. These appear to be weapons on this wall. Uh, let me check this case over here. Uh, yeah, I think these are weapons too. They kind of resemble, I mean, they have a sort of a gun-ish shape. Uh, let's check out over here. Okay, these don't look like gun. Nope, okay, nope. These are, they definitely appear to be explosives. There's little labels next to each of them with names and short descriptions, I guess, of what they do. And yeah, oof, okay. Wow, these are some really interesting weapons. Uh, some of these, they do not appear to be your traditional guns and grenades. Some of these have very interesting effects. It looks like things to do with changing the size of people, physically impacting them from a distance without a projectile of any kind. Got uh, one over here. It looks like it references time dilation of some kind. Wow. I don't know how any of this stuff works. There's a lot of really interesting stuff in here. So this, again, this is going to be a really easy wager for me to win because I'm just going to explore this space, learn about all this weird stuff that's in here, and then head home. But before I really dive into these weapons, let me just explore the space itself a little bit more. Let me just head down this hallway and see if there's something other than a large futuristic weapons showroom. Uh, okay. well, that, that just looks like a bathroom. Uh, well, there's some... Looks like a sort of a cubicle farm office type space back here. Put my head around it. Yeah, nothing really interesting going on here. Just a very traditional looking office. Oh, now this is interesting. There's a room here with a keypad lock. Yeah, it's locked. Okay. Well, you know what? Just for grins. Eight zero zero eight five. Hey, it worked. Sweet. Maybe we were talking about that code when we fired at the Bageltron. But anyways, let's check out what's in here. Oh, oh my. It's a very high tech security room. Got quite a few monitors, a control panel here with, ooh, wow, a lot of knobs and switches and buttons. Okay, I mean, I guess it makes sense. If you have that many crazy weapons, you're gonna have to have a lot of security. And this is a lot of security. All of these cameras, it looks like I can see every square inch of the facility around the outside of this building, inside of the building. I mean, I must not have set it off because I didn't cross any threshold. I was just inside the building as soon as I appeared here. Wow. Okay. I see mentions of turrets and gases and all kinds of really threatening sounding stuff. So I'm glad I didn't set off this uh, security system. But I better not mess with it. That doesn't seem like a good idea. So I'm going to head back out to the showroom area and take a closer look at some of those weapons. And then, uh, yeah, then I guess I'll just head back. All right. Let's check out this one here. It's, it's the first one I came to outside on the wall here. Looks like it's called the Molecular Antisonic Collapser. Looks like a two-handed weapon. It says here that a single charge lasts for up to three years or 50 detonations, whichever comes first. And it says that the effect on the target is to render their hearing completely disabled. Oh, wow. There's a little diagram on here next to the text because uh, it's, yeah, I can see how that would be kind of hard to describe with words. But I'm going to try to explain what I'm seeing in this diagram. It looks like you fire it at someone's head and it actually causes their ears themselves to somehow like get sucked into their head and then like the hole just closes up. I don't really know how that's possible, but that's what it shows this weapon doing. In fact, that is just oh. what I'm looking for. Whoa. 
you know, sometimes you don't want people to overhear things. I mean, like, you really don't want people to overhear things. I have a friend who put this exact model to very good use. Oh my, how did you get in here? Well, I tell you, your security system is quite elaborate. If you hadn't given me the override passcode, I think we would have been in serious trouble trying to get in here. I'm impressed. You must be the curator of this museum of delights. And uh, you're really good at protecting your anonymities. All I know of you is the name, the curator. Right. Yes, that is what I am. I take it you're... I'm Jack Strobe. Strobe. Yes, of course. All right. Hey, Randall. Yeah? Take Jerry and George and sweep the parameter. Make sure you kill any witnesses. You got it, boss. Let's go, boys. Kill any witnesses. Yeah, yeah, we can't let anyone know that we're here. Obviously, being wanted in ten states. Obviously. Right. But here you are. And ready to purchase some weapons. Right. Now, should I just call you the curator, or do you have some other name that I should use in a more familiar context? You could call me Max. Yeah. All right, Max. Let's get down to business. Let's talk about some of these weapons. Now, on the other side of this stand over here, this one here caught my eye. Most of these weapons look very menacing, but this one stands out as less menacing and more just a curiosity. It's this little set of, I guess they look like pink garden shears, and it says, Mommy's Little Helper. What possible weapon use would pink garden shears have? I am assume there's more here than meets the eye. Yes, of course. As you can see, if you pick it up here, Mommy's Little Helper. Oh, wow, it's a, it's a lot heavier than it looks, uh... Yeah, I mean, here, you hold it. Feel that? Yes. It's kind of buzzing and vibrating, and is that a test dummy over there? Yeah, and it looks like the intended use of this one is um, you just sort of toss it in towards the waistband area of your intended target. It's meant to go into the pants, which it'll do on its own, and then, oof, I don't really want to say what happens after that. The diagram there. Now that you say that, that makes a little more sense. You need to colorize these diagrams. I thought that was just like water, but I guess it must be blood, huh? Yeah. That's a lot of blood, Max. It is. We don't really need to test that one out, right? I think we have a good idea of what it does. But actually, you know, maybe before we show you any more weapons, maybe you could tell me a little bit about what you're trying to achieve. Well, basically, we're going to go after some high-value targets... Kidnap, ransom, possibly have to fight off some SWAT teams. You know, we need some serious firepower. Oh, my. All right. You know, I have one over here that might interest you. Take a look at this. This is the Face Flicker 2000. Face Flicker? Yes, the Face Flicker. Oh, that does look interesting. Mm-hmm. Can you demonstrate this one? Yeah, yeah. Let's take it over here to the dummies. Okay, powered on here. Ooh, wow, hear that? It sounds powerful, right? I'm just gonna pull the trigger, and as you can see, it extends a tiny hand out the front, right directly at the face. Just starts flicking it, just flicking that face. This seems to be a little less lethal than the sort of thing that we need. We need to be able to have the sort of weapons that could change the course of history, Max. The sort of weapons that could put a new person into power over an entire country. Face flicking is not going to cut it. Uh, all right, I, I get where you're coming from. Okay, let's see here. So let's just go put the face flicker back. In the persuasion section over here, 
this one looks like it might be useful, but I can't figure out what it does. Just looks like a whole bunch of hammers. You know, it says it's the genitenderizer. What's the genitenderizer? Yeah, it's really interesting. You seem to be drawn to the weapons that hit below the belt, so to speak. The operation of this one is actually pretty similar to Mommy's Little Helper. The biggest difference is that, well, I mean, as you can see here on the diagram, it, it doesn't need to actually insert itself into the pants. It takes care of everything from a range distance. I see. So pants are no barrier to a weapon like this. No, no, no pants, skirts, kilts, shorts, none of it. Mm -mm. Yeah, but the problem with that one that you might run into is it has somewhat of a limited ammunition capacity. The large number of hammers that it shoots out, they take up so much space. A single magazine only holds enough for three rounds. I'm not sure if that's necessarily going to be quite up your alley. Yes, but, I mean, really, how many do you need for persuasion? I mean, probably not a lot. Those look pretty menacing. That's true. I'll take one. Put it in my cart. Okay, super. What about this over here? Ah, here we go. We have a wide-fire ranged weapon as well as a series of explosives in the time category over here. This here is the time freeze ray, which, as you can see... You've got the dials. You can set the amount of time, sort of the equivalent to lethality of the weapon. You point it, and you just shoot it, just like that. Oh, gosh, I did not see your henchman coming right in the door there. Wow, he's not moving, so you're saying he's frozen. Yeah. For how long is he frozen for? I'm so sorry. I was not intending to actually fire that at anyone in particular. I just was firing it to get the sound of it. Yeah, so I mean, the dial is set to 30. That would be, oh, uh, okay, well, you may have to come back in 30 days. Well, I guess you can move him, but I'd store him somewhere safe for the next 30 days. Wow, well, that's a little bit of an inconvenience. We'll probably just leave him here. I never really liked that guy anyway. Okay, I mean, up to you. There you can see the time freeze ray. The grenades work similarly. It's more of an area effect. So you want to make sure you really give that a good throw because you don't want to be close to that when it goes off. Otherwise, you know, you'd be the one frozen in time, which not necessarily what you want. Yes, it's a surprisingly non-lethal weapon, Max. Nevertheless, interesting. But it takes care of anyone who's a threat to you, right? You freeze them in time, then they're not a threat. Yes, but Max, it doesn't look like they suffer. Well, I guess we won't really know until 30 days from now when your henchman there unfreezes. If someone crosses me, they should suffer. I really feel like a time freeze ray is kind of almost like an escape from what they really deserve. I see. So, I mean, it sounds like you're kind of angling more towards the Sufferotron 2000 over here. Yes, that has a very promising name. Yeah, the Sufferotron 2000. I'm just reading here from text that I wrote, obviously, to describe the weapon. But the Sufferatron 2000 is it's my invention that inflicts the most intense suffering known to man. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I've been honing this weapon for over four years now, experimenting on all of my enemies. Oh, my word. That is uh, what you're describing that you would want Oh, oh, okay, but the thing is, as it mentions here, it's still just a prototype. I'm not sure that I can quite sell it to you today. What's the price, Max? But we can put you on the list. I need a Suffertron 2000. When it's fully released, 
And when it's out of beta mode, we can get you on the list. You can be the first in line. Gotta have one, Max. Mm-hmm. That's right up my alley. Yeah, as soon as it's fully baked. As I wrote here, you know, been honing it for the last four plus years on all my enemies. So it's bound to be almost ready any day now. Then it can be yours for the low, low price of $2 billion. Mm, not even all that expensive. All right. Uh, Listen, Max, over here, this particular one intrigues me. It's got extra layers of glass. I'm assuming this one must be extra dangerous. Like most of these, I could just pick up, but you've got this one sealed off. I can read the description here, but it doesn't really make any sense to me. Maybe you can explain it to me. It says the alimentary canal reversal ray. Is this some sort of like water flow attack? And why is it under so many layers of glass? I mean, canals aren't really that important. Oh, no, Mr. Strobe. No, this does not refer to that kind of a canal. No, that would be your digestive tract. It's another word for it. Anyone affected by this weapon is going to have a very unpleasant time going forward. For you see, the direction of that is going to be reversed. Wait, so what goes in is now what comes out and... What comes out is now what goes in, like that sort of directional reversal? Yes. Yes, Mr. Strobe. To put it in layman's terms, if you or anyone who is targeted by this weapon is going to thereafter be eating from their butt. Yeah, I guess I can see why it would be under so many layers of glass. I'll take three of those. Hmm. Okay. Excellent. Got it. It's the buzz. You hear that? What? How? I don't know. Somehow they tracked us here. It's a good thing we have all these weapons. Right, that's true. Jack Strobe, we have the facility surrounded. Come out with your hands up. You'll never take me alive, coppers! Max, get to the control room. Use those defenses for our benefit. Right, yes, that's exactly what I was going to do. I will do that, and you just wait here, because I'll take care of this. This is my facility after all, and so that is what I do. I'll be back. Oh, let's see, 80085, great, shut this door behind me. Okay, all right, Uh, boy, I should have gotten a closer look at this stuff earlier. Is there any way that I can use this system to hand over Jack and his very clearly not great crew to the law enforcement of this dimension. I'm pretty sure if I do that, then I'm going to win this bet. My whole entire plan from earlier has completely fallen apart, but I have a chance to redeem it. I can do this. Not all heroes wear capes. Let's see. So I need to look for like a deactivate button or like release button or... No, oh, okay, here we go, here we go. Targeted time freeze. Oh, yes, okay, let's try that Targeted time freeze. Please select targets. Perfect. Okay. Oh, look. It pulled up a map, a top-down map. It's highlighted. Jack and each of his henchmen, and, oh, and there's all the police officers who've surrounded the facility. It looks like the, the security room here is grayed out, so whatever I do is not going to impact this room. That's great. Okay, but let's select targets. So Jack and the henchmen. And, okay. All right. Target selection confirmed. Okay. Press red button to fire. Perfect. All right, let's press it. All non-targeted individuals have been frozen for ten years. What? Non-targeted? No, I, I selected tar... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Max, 
my lookout just said that all the police are frozen. You can come out. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You really did a great <sighs> job there, Max. I wasn't sure that you'd be able to take them all on at once, but you sure did. I even saw a helicopter falling out of the sky. Oh, no. I, I mean, good. Yes, that's exactly what I was planning to do. Max. But it worked just like I thought. I think you may have taken a third of the police force of this area out with that one action. We'll be much more free in our upcoming rampage because of you. I need to give you a gift. I feel such gratitude. Listen, this is something that I don't think even your specialty shop carries. Check this out. Oh. Oh, wow. That is that is very intriguing. Now, you see, there are four buttons, one on each side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that you can't accidentally set it off. This is a Kalshi ring. I know you've heard of Kalshi rings. They're very, very rare. Yes. Yes, I definitely have. Do not set it off accidentally. You have to put one finger on each of the four sides and squeeze firmly if you want it to activate. And boy, it had better be an emergency because you only get one time. Here you go, Max. Wow. I really do appreciate that. Mm, That is something. Thank you. Well, I guess we're probably done shopping right now, so I've got your order down, and uh, we'll... uh... We'll send that over to Fulfillment. Excellent. And uh, we'll be in touch, I guess. Thank you, Max. Mm-hmm. You've done us a real solid today. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. I guess I'll let you know about the Sufferatron 2000, I guess. Looking forward to it, Max. Pleasure doing business with you. Genuine, genuine pleasure. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm still feeling the pleasure, like right now. Okay, buddy. TMI. Thank you for the ring, though. And, uh... Yeah, make sure you uh, deactivate the security system on your way out as well. Yeah, you see this this lip twitch here? Usually only my girlfriend sees my lip twitch like that. Did I not just say TMI? I believe I did. Security bypass. You sure you want to leave that henchman here? You don't want to take him with you? Uh, he'll find his way out of here. All right. Your call. All right, boys, pack up. Yeah, take that one with us. We need that one today. You got it, boss. Time to get started. Let's go. Well... I guess it's about time that I need to head out. I uh, really wonder where the actual proprietor of this facility is. I mean, based on some of these descriptions and the names of the weapons, I kind of suspect that it might be another version of me running this place. Who knows where he is, though? Anyway. Alright, well, I- I'm heading back. Ah, uh, you're back. And I was listening, Max. And uh, that was a particularly unpleasant version of me that you met. You don't often hear about versions of me that are into violence. That's pretty out of character. Okay, listen. For all you know, maybe these guys are freedom fighters. Maybe the government is corrupt and they are helping to free the people from the tyranny of the unjust government that rules over the people of that dimension, huh? Yeah, that sounds a lot like, what did he say? Ransom, pillaging, kidnapping, mayhem. All things that you might do against a terrible, corrupt government if you were attempting to free the people. Yeah. I'll tell you what I know, and that's that I will enjoy my free case of red breast whiskey. Uh, uh, All right, fine. At least I got this cool ring, though. I don't know what it does. Have you ever heard of that? What did he call it? 
Calci ring. Yeah, calci ring. I, you ever heard of one of those? I've heard rumors. I don't even know what they do, but oh, I've heard gosh. that people will do go to great lengths to get one. Well, I've got one. Yeah. He must have really liked it. I guess I got some research to do to figure out what this thing is. Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring J.R. Willett as Jack, possibly just a friendly freedom fighter, Strobe, and Tim Ellis as Max. Want to get your hands on some weird interdimensional weapons? Well, you can't do that. It would be irresponsible. But you can check out patreon.com slash dispatchesfm where you can support us directly and access exclusive bonus content like brainstorming sessions, sweet merch, raw recordings, other audio, and mostly neutral peaks behind the interdimensional curtain. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at dispatchesfm and visit us online at dispatches.fm. <laughs>